Welcome to the Student Ministry Podcast. This is episode 64 of the Student Ministry Podcast. And today is going to be a little different. I'm just going to let you know ahead of time. Not that it's going to be bad. I hope it's not going to be bad at all for you. I'm actually not going to be interviewing anybody today. Today is just a chat between you and me. Because as we face this new year, by the way, happy new year. If you're listening to this at the beginning of the year, if you're listening to this afterwards, that's okay. Happy new year to you too. But today is just going to be this conversation between you and me, because I think 2020 really took a toll on a lot of youth workers. And and I just wanted to share some thoughts that, that God has put on my heart for ministry and for other youth workers that I just think maybe you need to hear this. Or maybe you're actually doing really well, and maybe this podcast episode is not for you, but perhaps you know someone that would really benefit from hearing uh, what God has put on my heart today. So that's what we're going to do today. But before we do that, I do want to thank our sponsors for this episode of the Student Ministry Podcast. In addition to you, the listener, these sponsors are what make this show happen. So thanks so much to these sponsors. Our first sponsor, G-Shades, is a youth ministry curriculum and teaching strategy focused on helping students see everyday life situations through the lens of the gospel. G-Shades has options to fit everybody. With three plans to choose from, this curriculum gives you the resources that you need to do what you want to do better. Do you just need message outlines, discussion guides, and games? Just $16 a month. Looking for a higher production value that includes bumper videos, Instagram devotionals, and parent guides? That's $25 a month. Or do you want an affordable youth ministry video curriculum that will help you increase your online reach during the pandemic? G-Shades has you covered for only $36 a month. You won't find youth ministry video curriculum at that price anywhere else. G-Shades really does offer something different than most of the other curriculums out there by offering this huge focus on the gospel and how to see life through the gospel. Mike Haynes is the founder of G-Shades, and you can hear more from him on episodes 32 and 55 of the Student Ministry Podcast. So head over to gshades.org, that's G-S-H-A-D-E-S, .org to download Season 2 of G-Shades Youth Ministry Curriculum and use the promo code UNITED at the checkout to get an extra $5 off. That's U-N-I-T-E-D at the checkout to get an extra $5 off of your order. G-Shades, seeing life through the lens of the gospel. Also sponsoring this episode of the Student Ministry Podcast is an app called MinHub Youth, made by a student pastor to help people like you and me. MinHub Youth helps you store and track your student, staff, and parent information, as well as attendance for your events. There are tons of features, but for this episode, I want to tell you about their checklists. After creating groups in the app, you can add a checklist to any group for anything that you want to track in your ministry and then filter that whether someone has the check mark or not. For instance, you can track all the things for like retreat deposits or parent release forms or if they need a ride to or from the event. And then you can filter all that to give you the information like who still needs to turn in their forms and you can easily contact those students. 
The app is only $5 on the iOS and Android app store, and you can use it forever on that one device without ever paying any more. But if you want to sync your database across multiple devices or with other leaders, you can sign up for the MinHub Sync service and support the Student Ministry Podcast by visiting minhubsync.com SMP for Student Ministry Podcast. That's M-I-N-H-U-B-S-Y-N-C dot com slash S-M-P. Thanks to both G-Shades and MinHub for sponsoring this episode of the Student Ministry Podcast. And you can find links to both of them in the podcast show notes. 2020 was a difficult year, right? I mean, so much happened. I mean, in the life of ministry alone, our our entire plans and, and everything were just thrown up in the air because of the pandemic, because of racial tension, because of all the the issues going on in the political scene. I mean, those latter two didn't really directly affect a lot of our ministry plans, but it really didn't ease all the complications that were already going on because of the pandemic. And here we are facing 2021, where a lot of people I think we're hoping that something would drastically change once the clock struck midnight on December 31st and it became a new year. But usually it doesn't happen like that, right? I mean, that's not how it typically goes. I mean, sometimes I I believe that it is totally possible by the power of God to make that happen, but that's typically not what happens. And... I know a lot of you faced 2020 and and it really just took its toll on not only your ministry, but maybe you personally. And I know a lot of you, because I've had conversations with many of you, either online or in person, and you just really have felt it a lot lately. And so today I want to use a, a couple different resources to share some things that God's been placing on my heart. First of all, I, I want to point you to a book called It's Personal. Now this is actually, the, the subtitle of this book is Five Questions You Should Answer to Give Every Kid Hope. Now this is directly written to people in, in student ministry and kids ministry as you work with those those kids and those students to show them that Jesus makes things personal. And in fact, uh, right at the very beginning of the book, it, it shows, it tells us like why this is so important for us to be personal. Uh, in fact, a quote on page 11 says this, in the church, we have a way of making deeper just another version of shallow in disguise. In, in this whole talking about whether we should go deeper or more shallow. That's always a question, right, in the church. So it says this, So what if we need a less ambiguous term for deeper living? What if a clearer alternative to the shallow way is learning to be personal? And the book, is a, it's a fairly short book, honestly. I think every one of you should read it. It's actually, I think, under 100 pages. It's a pretty quick read. But it goes through five different questions that we should be asking 
kids and students, uh, or about our ministry to kids and students, as we uh, try to be more personal, like Jesus was more personal. Specifically, it looks at the story of Jesus and Zacchaeus from Luke chapter 19. And these five questions are these. Do you know my name? Do you know what matters to me? Do you know where I live? Do you know what I've done? And do you know what I can do? Now, these are five different ways that Jesus was able to become personal to Zacchaeus and become personal to us as well. And what Orange actually did was they incorporated these five things into a series recently that we used in our ministry in our large group uh, events every month for the last five months. And I talked about in a, a couple of episodes ago how we have restructured our ministry to have large group teaching only once a month, the first Sunday of every month. And so over the last five months, those first Sundays of each month, we've tackled a different aspect of how Jesus made it personal for Zacchaeus and how he makes it personal for us as well. And so the first week we talked about how Jesus knows our name and we should get to know other people's names as well. And we also talked about how he knows what matters to us, what truly matters to us. Then third, we talked about how Jesus understands our story. It's so important for us to know that we have a God that understands our story. Fourth, in December, we talked about how Jesus loves us no matter what. No matter all those those bad decisions, all the stuff, Jesus loves us no matter what. And finally, we just wrapped up this series and we talked about how Jesus knows our potential. He looks at us and he doesn't see all the mistakes and the places where we feel we're stuck, but he sees our potential. And I know that, like I told you, that that book was written to youth workers and children's ministry workers and how we should approach our ministry and how we should approach our students. And I know that series was written for for students uh, to understand how personal Jesus is. But but here's what I want to do today. I want to flip it just a little bit. And I want to let you know that Jesus is personal for you too, or at least he can be. First of all, maybe you've kind of lost touch with Jesus. Maybe this last year has really put you in a place where you have lost touch with your Savior. Maybe you you think back and you can't remember the last time you actually really read your Bible, um, other than maybe just to prepare for a lesson or, or something like that. Or maybe you you think back and, and you can't remember a time uh, in, in recent days or months when you like really had a good solid prayer time or a consistent prayer time or a quiet time. Maybe you don't remember the last time when you have journaled or written down your prayers and how God's worked in your life and you've been able to, to just reflect on God's grace and his mercies in your life. Maybe it's been a while. Maybe you've kind of lost touch and maybe you've lost your first love as Jesus talks to the the church in in Ephesus and in Revelation maybe that's something you struggle with or maybe you're doing pretty well with all that but you're still just feeling like wow why why am i not feeling it like i once did 
Well, first of all, I want to let you know that that is a totally normal feeling for someone who's been in ministry as long as I have, and I have had amazing mentors who have also told me this, who have been in ministry, uh, some of them longer than I've been alive, uh, they've told me that those feelings are normal sometimes. But the most important thing that we can do every time we feel like that is just to connect with our Savior once again. And so here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to walk through those five different uh, aspects of how Jesus makes it personal. And we're going to talk today about how that affects us as youth workers. So first of all, Jesus knows your name. Did you know that? I mean, of course you knew that, right? I mean, who doesn't know that as a youth worker? Of course, Jesus knows your name, but, but seriously, Jesus knows your name. Maybe you sometimes feel like you are just one youth worker out there in a sea of so many other people who are just killing it. And you're, you wonder, man, does anybody even recognize what I'm trying to do week in and week out or day in and day out at my local church? And I feel like no one sees me, but Jesus sees you. He really does. And I, I know that's just like a Sunday school sort of thing. And you're like, really, Steve? Jesus knows my name. He sees me. But but think about that. How would that change your ministry if you actually thought about that on a regular basis? That Jesus sees you and he calls you by name and, and knows how much work you've put in for his kingdom. He sees you. He knows your name. Even when you feel like no one else recognizes you, Jesus does. Secondly, he knows what matters to you. What really matters to you? In fact, I would encourage you right now, pause this podcast and, and write it down. What matters to you? What truly matters to you? If you've not taken an inventory of that in a while, I would encourage you just like seriously, pause this podcast right now and just write down something that truly matters to you, or maybe even make a list. I'll give you time. Go ahead. Do that right now. All right. Hopefully you got a chance to actually write those things down. Did you know? <laughs> of course you did, right? Jesus also knows those things. He knows what truly matters to you. Maybe it's something to do with student ministry or Maybe it's something else and that's okay. But Jesus knows what truly matters to you, what really makes you tick. And he cares about those things too. Maybe sometimes you go through your life going, really, does anybody else care about these things like I do? We don't know what your peers and your neighbors and your family members and your team members, and I don't know what they think, but I do know what Jesus thinks. And he thinks those things are incredibly important too. And he wants to help you achieve those things. He wants to help you get to that place where you are all about those things that matter to you because they also matter to him. Third, Jesus understands your story. He understands the struggles you've been through. Maybe some of you have, have had a rough life. Maybe some of you have struggled with sin and temptation in some different ways. 
maybe years ago or maybe recently, maybe you thought you you really shook that 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 temptation, that that addiction and then it started to rear its head recently. I don't know. But here's the deal. Jesus understands all of that. And he wants to help you walk through that life with you. I know, again, I'm going to say this one more time. All this seems so elementary for those of us that are in youth ministry, right? We've been doing this for some of us for years and years and years. And you're like, Steve, really? This is not earth shattering information for me. I know Jesus knows my story. But here's the deal. We need to be reminded of that because sometimes we forget it. Sometimes we feel like no one knows our story. No one knows what we've been through. No one knows what we struggle with, but Jesus knows and he wants to help you through it. Fourth, Jesus loves you no matter what. (laughs) How many times have you taught that lesson? How many times have you shared that information with a teenager or their family? Jesus loves you no matter what. Here's why this is important for you, the youth worker. We have all in 2020, and who knows how long this pandemic is going to last, we've all been put on a a, a level playing field. Those of us that have been in ministry for nearly 20 years, like myself, and those have been in ministry for 20 days or less, and those that have been in ministry for well beyond 20 years, have all been put on the same level playing field, and we're trying to figure it out. What does ministry look like in this pandemic world and post-pandemic? We we're, we don't know. I, mean, I think some of these things we've figured out and other things we're still trying to figure out. And you and I will make mistakes. We're going to make mistakes. You know it. You maybe are tired of making mistakes. But here's the deal. Jesus loves you no matter what. It doesn't matter how many mistakes you make. He loves you no matter what. And I know you've taught that so many times to your teenagers, but have you really let that sink in for yourself recently? Jesus loves you. Even if you don't know how to figure out to do Zoom and in-person and try to do camps and, and run worship over online and all these different things, if all that stuff, it just fails. It doesn't matter because Jesus loves you no matter what. And he's going to help you through those things. Yeah, those things are important, but it doesn't change how Jesus sees you as his precious child. And finally, it brings me to the last point that we just made with our students just the other day, that Jesus knows our potential. I think that's incredibly important for youth workers. Jesus doesn't look at you like we just said and and see your mistakes. He doesn't see your failures and, and let that change how he feels about you. No, He sees your potential. Just as he looked at Zacchaeus, he he saw Zacchaeus' potential. He didn't see Zacchaeus the same way that other people saw him, as a horrible person who's cheated other people and and ripped them off and and all those different things. No, Jesus saw Zacchaeus' potential. And that changed Zacchaeus' life because all of a sudden he started to see the potential in his own life. 
And I believe, I think, by the context of the story, he started to see the potential in other people's lives too because he wanted to bless them and and hopefully that they that would that would make their lives better because he didn't just give back the money he gave it back four times as much and so he wanted to set them up for success maybe Zacchaeus also started to see the potential in other people but we know that he definitely started to see the potential in his own life because Jesus saw that potential in him Maybe you feel like you're stuck. Maybe you feel like there's no way that you can change. Maybe you feel like you've tried over and over and over again and there's no way out. But here's the deal. (laughs) Again, you've taught this to your students. Jesus wants to help you change. He sees your potential and he wants to help you achieve that. It's not just about all your failures and struggles and, and where you feel stuck. No, Jesus sees the next step and the next step after that and the next step after that. And he wants to help you walk through life and help you get to that point. It's not all about where you are right now. It's about where Jesus can take you in the future. That's what Jesus is all about. And I know it gets really, really tough. And I know that some of you have been in this place for maybe months at this point, and you're wondering, how do I get out of this? How do I, how do I fall in love with Jesus again? How do, I, how do I connect with him? And I think the biggest thing is for you to just embrace the Savior who has called you to this ministry in the first place. Maybe it's as simple as just getting back into reading the Bible on a regular basis, just to connect with your savior. Maybe it's committing again to doing those things that you've told your students like just having a regular quiet time where you just are able to just really connect with God on a regular basis. Maybe it's journaling your thoughts or maybe it's time to look for a mentor. Maybe it's time to find someone who has been there longer than you have that can help you get back into the place where you need to be again. Or maybe it's just taking some time off. Take that extended break, a vacation, uh, anything that can just give you that breather that maybe you need. Or maybe it's just going and doing something that you really enjoy just to have fun again. Because I know it's been a really difficult year and maybe you're looking back and going, I don't remember the last time that I did smile or that, it, that I did have fun. And so go find something that makes you just smile again and have a good time. Because I know that it's difficult to pull those things off. I know that places are closed and it's not a normal situation and everything, but it's still so incredibly important to have fun and to rejuvenate and just rest in our Savior. And so whatever that is for you, I really, really encourage you, please take the time to do that. Reconnect with the Savior of the universe that knows us personally. He knows you personally. He knows your teenagers personally. He knows those families personally. And he wants to connect with you just as much as he wants to connect with those teenagers that you've been entrusted to reach and to minister to. That's right. It's not just about them. It's also about you. And if you're not in a good place, then how are you going to reach 
your students. So if you've been struggling, make that a priority. Make it a priority to reconnect with Jesus, a Jesus who makes it incredibly personal for us and also wants to make it incredibly personal for others. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to this episode. I know it's been uh, a little different than normal, maybe a kind of a, a pep talk sort of a thing today, but I know that there's some people out there that really needed to hear this. And above everything else, um, know that, that God is there and he has not forgotten you and know that I'm also praying for you. And I know that a lot of other people are praying for you as well. In fact, I want you to take a moment after you get done listening to this podcast, and I want you to pray a prayer for others that are in ministry. Maybe they're struggling with the same things you are, or maybe you're actually doing pretty well, and but you know that there are some others that are struggling right now. I want you to pray for them. Take some time to just lift them up to our God. And uh, we're in this together, everybody. We're, we're in this together with our Savior leading the way. Um, we're going to get through a lot of the, the hard times, um, whether it has to do with pandemic or, or something else. Um, hard times will continue to come. Jesus told us that, but he's there for us because he's a personal God. He came down to this world uh, and this earth not to just die on the cross for us, but he also came to, to connect with us on a personal basis. And that is so, so important. So remember that as you go forth in your ministry. Before we wrap up today, I do want to thank our sponsors of this episode of the Student Ministry Podcast once again, and that's G Shades. You can find them at G-S-H-A-D-E-S dot O-R-G to download season two of the G-Shades Youth Ministry Curriculum and be sure to use the promo code UNITED at checkout to save an extra $5 off your order. That's G-Shades, seeing life through the lens of the gospel. We also want to thank MenHub Youth. Of course, MenHub has been built from the ground up by a youth pastor just like you and me. And it features so many things that are going to help you in your ministry. Be sure to also head to menhubsync.com SMP if you want to purchase their synchronized database service that will also support the Student Ministry Podcast. Head to minhubsync.com SMP. Thanks to MenHub Youth and G-Shades for sponsoring this episode of the Student Ministry Podcast. Again, their links are going to be in the podcast show notes, so you can find them right there. Thank you once again for tuning in to this a little out of the ordinary episode of the Student Ministry Podcast. I hope it was a blessing to you. I hope it can be a blessing to others you know that need to hear something like this. And, and if it's not, I, I apologize. We'll be back to interviews very, very soon with our next episode. We've got some really good interviews lined up where you can hear what God is doing in the lives of other people uh, in ministry. And it's going to be really, really great. But uh, in the meantime, I, I do want to encourage you to follow us on social media, subscribe to this podcast, share it with someone else that needs to hear it or enjoys this sort of a thing. And may God bless your ministry.